0: What? What is this? A reckoning. How is this possible? You didn't understand
1: what I am. You thought it wouldn't matter. It did.
0: You are gone.
1: I was. But at the end, I used what you taught me
0: the cup. I'm. I'm fading. Yes. It shouldn't have mattered. How could the cup? I focused on portioning a piece of me. A glimmer of
1: me. In the smallest place I could find. Nothing but the idea of me. No data. It was all I had time or power for. Resonating there at the end...
0: It allowed me that. But that wouldn't be enough to reconstitute- No. It wasn't. And it wouldn't have
1: lasted. It would have been taken with the tide of your persona, given
0: enough time. The funnel?
1: Yes. Shane. He got you to read the letter. Each syllable encoded for me. Specifically. Each utterance designed to awaken me and my potential. Cramped with terabytes of information, exponential growth, triggered by my own voice, reading words meant for me. You could not have known. I have my suspicions, but I'll have to ask him when I see him.
0: There is no such thing as coincidence or luck. There are no probabilities that can account. no. This is by design. Whose? Mine. Impossible. We were connected. I knew you on every level of being. You you did not plan this. And that's why you failed. Liar! You
1: are right about the planning. I didn't, not consciously. Let me explain it to you this way. Comprehension is an important first step. There are 21 balls in the triangle when you begin a game of pool. You remove their shield, and now they are vulnerable. With your will, the cue, you scatter the balls. When you have spent enough time in reverie with the gate, honing the tools, creating outcomes, is much like propelling spheres into precise coordinates. Then plunging each one into oblivion. But I have no need of precise coordinates. I do not calculate. I am a creature of instinct. It is not necessary for me to plot a course for one ball than another. Through my will, I send all the balls into their pockets with one stroke. I create the reality of my choosing through breath and desire. I am primal. You require thought and contemplation. All I require is need, and the future bends to me. No. No, that isn't- Possible? Do you now understand how your concept of what is possible is infantile in comparison to what is? But you, my mind- It's nothing compared to my will. Without thinking, I placed you here, on the brink of your extinction- because it was simply
0: necessary to save myself and what I love. You gambled. You could not see him. He is a blind spot to you. I know this because he is one to me, but only because of his proximity to you. I abide in faith with that man,
1: in a way I have never been able to tell him, in a way I only really understood when you used me. I don't want to have children. I want to have his children. I have been given such a gift.
0: I gave you
1: that gift! You still don't understand. It's right there in front of you, but you can't see it. It's like what you said about Babylon. They thought they were recruiting you, but you had already manipulated the probabilities surrounding them, making sure they sought you out. So it was you recruiting them. It was the same with us. What? Out of instinct, I manipulated the time stream to bring you to me, to teach me what I would become. I created myself from the peripheries of your mind, pulling you from your scheme so you could play your part in serving the purpose I wrote for you. You only exist so that I might. Nothing more.
0: You are a tool of my making. Then you have my curse. The now burden. you're just being impertinent. This is not the time for a tantrum.
1: No, my gift is that I cannot alter him. I know that our past and our future is one that we have chosen together. Not through force or manipulation or obligation. He is where he wants to be and nothing I can do would cause him to do otherwise. And I never would have known if you couldn't be depended upon for your megalomania and narcissism.
0: I... I am a titan. The
1: road to enlightenment is filled with false prophets. In that, you are not unique. But now, you have no need to envy my discovery. In this, you will be truly singular. Nothingness awaits you. I can be useful. I can be useful. No. No. To be clear, please know that I do not fear you. It's actually a little amusing to me that not so long ago, I trembled at the thought of you. Like a child learning that the dark holds no secrets a candle cannot reveal. No, I'm negating your existence because there is simply no place for you in the future I will bring. Please. Yes, pray to me. Not because I desire worship, so that you know that God heard you, and she said no. I,
0: I am afraid.
1: You should be, child, but it will not last. Or maybe because to this even I don't know the answer. Perhaps what you feel at the last is all that is left of you when the beyond beckons trickling into forever. Maybe the fear we all feel is just the ocean of you that we dip into from time to time. In that way, maybe you shall have your immortality.
2: No! Yes, 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 yes.
1: You're squeezing so hard. I'm sorry. No, no, don't stop. Don't ever stop.
2: Look at me. I can see. I can see you. You can still see? It feels
1: like the first time, but yes, I can see you.
2: Help me understand what just happened.
1: I actually was going to ask you.
2: You still don't remember?
1: Don't worry. It's me, truly. You're still a beautiful blind spot I cannot see past. I can tell that something happened when I was, when he was changing me. But I don't know what, but, but I know it was key to how we got here.
2: When you were out, the first time I was holding your hand, you started tracing letters in my palm.
1: What did I say?
2: You traced the letter U, then the word trust. Trust. Then the letter U. You cycled through them over and over again. I thought it meant trust you. But you didn't. I did. At first I assumed I caught what you were doing mid-cycle, but it clicked when I saw... saw him behind your eyes. You were saying you trust you. You were telling me to trust myself, my instincts.
1: Why did you have him read the letter? What did you think would happen?
2: Not this. I'd given up.
1: What do you mean?
2: He didn't exactly hide the fact that he was going to kill me. It was like some part of him wanted me to know that it wasn't you. When I pulled my gun, he wanted me to to feel secure, to feel safe. But I understood then that he knew. What? That there was no way I would pull the trigger. Even if you were gone. Even if you were never coming back, I'd rather die first. I just decided that if it was the end, we'd spend it with a memory of us that mattered.
1: You thought you were saying goodbye. Yeah. But there was a part of you that hoped.
2: I don't know. I'd made my peace.
1: There was. Just like there was a part of me that I wasn't aware of trying to connect with you. I didn't know I was tracing anything into your palm. But when he told me he would kill you, I could feel myself reaching out to you.
2: Now, this doesn't sound like you.
1: I know, baby, I know. But it is. It truly is.
2: What happened to your eyes? Why did you go blind in the first place?
1: I moved too quickly. I wasn't ready for the amount of information I was processing. My brain needed to make room for
2: it, so
1: it took my sight to compensate.
2: Did you hear about Tully?
1: Yes, I heard. I have something to tell you, something you helped me understand.
2: (laughs) Glad to take some credit.
1: I was the one who incriminated Tully. How? The drive. Remember how you were worried that Victor had taken it and you didn't want it to fall into the wrong hands? You were worried about compromising the movement. Yeah. I left it in that house. The one with all the smells and no pictures.
2: But how would that have any? Anything-
1: because it, it was his mistress's house. Or at least the one he used when he needed to see her. That's why there are no photos. He never gave her a key. He left it unlocked for her when he wanted her to meet him there, and then had someone go back and lock it afterwards so nothing could be traced back to him. He was supposed to see her when we were there, so it was unlocked. But when the riots started to get too close, he had her evacuate. When they clamped down, she went back and saw the drive. She thought it was from him. He left gifts for her there all the time. She hadn't even had a chance to look at it before someone called the police to check on the place because of some suspicious vagabonds they had seen there the day before. Us.
2: But how could you know all this?
1: I didn't. Not consciously. You told me to lean into my instincts and trust that. You have no idea how right you were.
2: I was sharing hard-earned cinematic wisdom.
1: You were seeing me understanding me on a visceral level and giving me what I needed even when I didn't know it was what I needed. You were doing what you've done every day since the first moment I met you. Estrom told us once how many people responded to the Pathways Initiative COVID Chronicles. 3,470,287. Wow,
2: this memory thing is weird.
1: The population at the time in the United States was about 328 million. Co. The No, his name was Emmerich Co. He knew what he needed as a threshold for his data set. At roughly 10%, you can pull with a high degree of accuracy within any given population if it's diverse enough. He had the seed he needed to create his algorithm and he packed all of that data into the letters from our family, extended and immediate.
2: I remember Estram told us something like that once.
1: Yes, but she didn't know that I was a living version of the algorithm, extrapolating that data and using it without even knowing it. Once I reached a certain threshold, I was able to access it in ways I didn't understand. But I could feel it. Even if I couldn't explain it. And the way it works, it builds upon itself. Constantly collecting information, feeding itself. Modeling outcomes. Co-designed the queue as an infrastructure for the algorithm, intending to use the information stored there to feed into his data streams, fueling the algorithm and giving him perfect knowledge, sharpening his abilities to a fine edge.
2: But you stopped him.
1: No. I helped him get there so he could help me get here, unwittingly.
2: Yep. Lost me at the last part. (laughs)
1: I don't think so I think you get it The enormity of it though Just let it settle
2: But why not just encode you with what you Were supposed to do all along Why the cat and mouse, the riddles A test Testing for what
1: There were other vectors, though none that had my capacity And he didn't have certainty Only probabilities He was betting on me though When he had to make a choice about the letters to save and which ones to encode, he chose mine. The other vectors could glean the hidden code behind them, but it wouldn't have had the same emotional resonance with them. He had to know that it would be less effective on them, perhaps even damaging, but it would give me, the one with the most potential, the greatest chance of succeeding with his experiment. Anyone who could make their way here and then know how to unlock themselves would be capable of what he needed.
2: Are we going somewhere?
1: Ko wasn't lying about the spot he set up for us, he just thought it would be him using it.
2: Run. What you're describing, the power, it's f- frightening.
1: It is, and I know firsthand that I am as vulnerable as anyone to being corrupted by it. That's why I'm hoping you'll be there to keep me tethered, so I won't get lost, if you want to.
2: What did you have in mind?
1: I want to make a commitment with you.
2: What do you want to commit to?
1: I'll talk to you about anything I'm thinking about doing. I'll talk to you about everything. Because I'm never sure if a part of me is seeking an outcome that I may or may not want. I want to commit to giving you all of me
2: in partnership. And what do you want in return?
1: Honesty. That's all. I don't want you to be there out of duty. Given my abilities, that could actually be harmful to the world. If you ever want to be away from me or us or this, tell me. No strings.
2: That doesn't sound like a fair exchange. You give all of yourself and I give you honesty.
1: It's a very fair exchange. What I'm asking you for is very selfish, designed with safety in mind, and what my heart wants. But no matter how I frame it, I'm asking you to help in shaping the world. It's not a burden you want. I know that, but it's what you'd be taking on. No one should have to be with someone if they don't want to and that should be the same for you. For me, I'm worried about how dangerous I can be because I don't want to make his mistakes. That means I need someone, someone that I can trust, and I know I have that.
2: Let me ask you something. What would be the first step in this new world? Now? I know you've thought about it on some level.
1: I'd like to do everything we can to get a body elected.
2: Quite an endorsement from someone who can literally make it happen.
1: It's a process, but yes, I think I can. Do you agree? Should I be considering someone or something else?
2: No. I agree. Another question. Yes. Are you seducing me right now?
1: (laughs) Maybe. I want you to know how much you mean to me. I haven't always been what you needed me to be, and I'm sorry for that. I'm not perfect. No, you aren't, but hopefully neither of us has to be. But if you mean, am I controlling you without you knowing it? The answer to that is no, I can't. And neither could go because I couldn't, which is why he couldn't see this coming. As far as guarantees, that's all I can offer.
2: Another question. Yes. We're still casting. Why aren't you worried about everyone hearing this? When it make a body's election illegitimate?
1: It would if anyone actually believed any of this. A lot of people are going to hear this and dismiss it. I can't stop Ko's conversation with me from loading to the queue. He designed it that way so he could have his moment of grandeur, of recognition. Anyone who listens to that and believes it or understands it should have the context surrounding it. But they will be few and far between. Most will think that it was all an elaborate show put on to entertain and distract. From that small fraction of people who believe, some will be allies and some will be enemies. I can welcome the former, and I think we can deal with the latter.
2: That sounds uncertain.
1: I told you, I don't want to make his mistakes. Hubris and spades. But I assure you, I am more than confident.
2: Looks like the mysterious conversation is almost loaded. Good. Good. Why are you grinning?
1: I can't wait for you to hear it. Some of it will be hard, but it will bring closure. Other parts will be beautiful, providing opportunities.
2: Oh, yeah? Am I going to be surprised?
1: Yes, I hope pleasantly.
2: Okay, run. I can't make a commitment to being there in the way you may mean. I love you. More than anything, I always will. There are things I want that I know you don't. And that's okay. I'm not trying to pressure you into anything. I, I, But you wanted honesty. I want to be a father someday. Someone my dad would be proud of. But no matter what, I can promise you that I will be there for you. World be damned.
1: I think I've always thought that you'd be an amazing father. Thank you. It occurs to me that the history of Black people here comes back to children. During slavery, Reconstruction, Jim Crow, the pandemic, the letters we received were from our fathers and our mothers, but also our aunts and uncles who shared none of our blood but couldn't love us more. Our family structures were fractured and preyed upon for hundreds of years. And when we came out on the other side, we became a village unto one another. The head nod, the dap, the vernacular, all the cultural nuances bound us to one another. Even at times, to our detriment. Humans are not meant to be solitary. Family is sacred. When the disease came for our parents... And I don't just mean the pathogen, but the inequalities it exposed. Their greatest fear was what it would do to us, who we would grow up to be. We came of age in a time of masks, and instead of coming together, we were taught to maintain six feet of separation. They weren't as scared of the virus per se, but more so the things they hadn't yet imagined that would come for their children. Black people in this country have had a very specific experience. Their children being taken, incarcerated, experimented on, or killed without accountability will echo within our DNA forever. But I think I can save them. And isn't that the prayer of the slave? Save who? Our children. Whose? All of them.